Hi, this is Jody Krangle, and you're listening to the Relationship and Revenue Pos- uh, Relationships, right? <laughs> there you go. It's <laughs> all right. We can start okay, over. We'll go back. No, it's fine. It's fine. We could, I'll just continue and do another take. Ha. <laughs> nice. Hi, this is Jody Krangle, and you're listening to the Relationships and Revenue Podcast with John Hewlin. This is Relationships and Revenue, the show where real answers come from real discussions about what holds men back in their relationships at home and in business. A better bottom line at work means improving life at home. This show is all about helping you become a better entrepreneur and a better man. Welcome back, everyone, to the Relationships and Revenue Podcast. I am your host, John Hewlin. Again, so happy you decided to join us today. And I have a fantastic guest. Her name is Jody Krangle. Jody, how are you? I'm doing very well, John. Thank you. How are you doing? Oh, fantastic. And as if you guys couldn't tell, Jody has a fantastic voice, and there's a reason for that. <laughs> We're going to get into that right now because Jody is a voiceover actor. She also hosts her own podcast, which is called the Audio Branding Podcast. And we're going to get into what that means, because trust me, entrepreneurs, you need to know what this is about. So we're definitely going to talk about that. Jody is also a singer. Now, let me tell you about some of the brands that Jody has worked with, because this is going to blow your mind. And I'm only just barely scratching the surface when I mention these. All right, so here we go. Subway, Walmart, Bose, Dell, HGTV, Whirlpool, Marriott, and tons more, tons more. Oh, and by the way, she's also an awesome wife. So let's do that too. <laughs> so, all right. So now that I've kind of built you up a little bit here and told a little Thank bit about who- that. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, just telling everybody a little bit about who you are, Jody. Take as much time as you want and just kind of take us from the beginning. How did you get into this whole world of voiceover acting and this whole idea of audio branding? And I realize those are kind of two separate things. And so you can get into that as much as little as you want, but just kind of catch us up from where you were to where you are now. Wow. Okay. That's a tall order. <laughs> uh, I grew up musical. So mm. my parents were both musical and we had sing along time, not story time when I was oh, a kid. Okay. Yeah. So um, as far as relationships are concerned, that was a really good one and a very yeah. formidable one. Cool. <laughs> uh, my sister and I were raised that way. And my sister mm. is actually a musician as well. So she's Sweet. very talented too. Um, and yeah, I just always loved audio from a very early age and did other things. I was always a singer. I've done that all my life. And when I was in high school, I sold computers. I got into the whole computer thing. Mm. When I was in university, I was still selling computers and uh, all of that sort of thing. It, it kind of progressed to the internet mm. and mm -hmm. learning how to use that. And I had a songwriting website online from 1995 until 2016 wow. called The Muse's Muse. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it started as basically a questionnaire online before message boards were a thing because oh, okay. 
There were no message boards, so I put up a questionnaire online in an HTML page. I put my email up and I said, answer the question, email me your answer, and I'll put it up on this page. Okay. And so really early, early message boards without them actually existing yet. <laughs> uh, and then I put up songwriting contests and songwriting organizations, and it became a resource. And then there was a message board finally. And right. there was actually a podcast in 2002, oh. but it was using real audio and there was no distribution network at all. It was oh. basically internet radio. There okay. really wasn't any other way to do it. And yeah, we did that for probably a year. I would pick out 12 songs from independent artists who mm. sent me their CDs cool. and I'd send it off to an editor and he would put it together. And yeah, uh, yeah and it was great. We had a wonderful time. And you were a pioneer. Well, yeah, I didn't realize it at the time, but I have always been on the net since pretty much its start. I mean, okay. yeah, I wasn't using it in the internet or military, which I guess either of those would have been before when I got to it. <laughs> right, right. But, you know, in general, I was there pretty early. Mm -hmm. So uh, it, it took me a while to get into the voice acting things uh, because I, in 95, 96, volunteered my time to the CNIB, which is the Canadian National Institute for the Blind. Mm. And I was reading articles from magazines onto reel-to-reel -reel tape, which oh, yeah. was reel-to-reel -reel tape at the time. Oh, yeah. And I was as fascinated with the tech as I was with the voicing because my, I'm kind of left and right brain. You know, the whole computer thing has always been a part of my life. <laughs> mm. Which is lucky because I wear a lot of hats as a voice actor. <laughs> oh, I bet. Yeah. So it took me a while. That was when the bug bit. That was when I understood that voice acting was actually a thing. Mm. But it took me probably, it, well, it took me until 2007 to go full time into voice acting because I was doing internet marketing and media buying and SEO until sure. 2007. And really what started that was promoting the Muse's Muse, my songwriting website, on a dime, on no money right. at all, right. right? So you learn really quick that's, that way. That's how innovation <laughs> happens. Innovation exactly. happens when you don't have any money. Exactly. Yes. So I had no money. I had to promote it. I had to figure it out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and mm -hmm. I did that up until the point where Google became the only game in town. And mm -hmm. I just got mm -hmm. so bored. Yeah. <laughs> But I was already self-employed. I've been self-employed since probably 2001, I want to say, something yeah, like too. that. Yeah. yeah. So it's been a while and I never wanted to go back. And yeah. Yeah. when 2007 hit and I got bored of what I was doing, I said, well, you know, maybe it's time to sort of switch into the whole voiceover thing. Mm -hmm. Give it a shot, right? Yeah. And really for me, as already a self-employed person it was more of a focus shift than it was yeah. a whole change you know so not that so, dramatic yeah really it wasn't that dramatic it was like one day I was working with clients for SEO and internet marketing and the next day I was hanging my shingle as a voice actor but you know <laughs> okay. it wasn't quite that easy because I had to learn and I had to learn a lot of things the hard way <laughs> oh don't we all yeah <laughs> But yeah, 2007, that started, and I 
learned some things from the school of hard knocks and mm. uh and gradually improved my craft by getting coaching yeah. and by having very generous people take me under their wing and and uh. help me along because this voice acting community is probably one of the most generous i have ever been a part of wow okay yeah they're really wonderful people i don't think i've met anyone that i wouldn't have a beer with <laughs> you wow. know like there's like that's pretty nobody. cool because yeah. i've met a lot of people i wouldn't have a beer with <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i don't really drink beer but <laughs> oh neither do i so <laughs> you know the term <laughs> i get it i get the sentiment yeah. there the sentiment exactly right. yeah uh, and yeah, I've just loved it pretty much from the time that I started. And because I'm a small part of the audio brand of a company, mm -hmm. they choose my voice because it matches who they feel they are. Right. Then I got curious about the whole big umbrella of what is this audio branding thing? Because it's mm -hmm. pretty important. Sure and not a lot of people are thinking about it intentionally. No. And yeah, it's really amazing. And yet it's so important. And sound reaches us on such a deep, visceral level that, that it amazes sure. me people don't use it more often. So I started my own podcast on it because I was fascinated and I wanted to ask other people about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I've had my year long, my year anniversary was this past Wednesday. Mm, congrats. So, I, yeah, thank you. I'm I'm quite happy about it, and and I've learned a ton along the I way. Bet. Yeah, but I'm I'm more of um, a facilitator. Mm. I I mm. ask other people the questions so that they can give us the answers, gotcha. and they're the guides. Okay. And I've learned a lot as I go. Uh, yeah, and I just keep on learning, and I keep asking questions. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, you mentioned a little bit ago how um, how visceral. Mm -hmm. this whole idea of, of the audio branding is. And it, it makes me think of, and I don't know if anybody else can relate to this, but I love music. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm not a singer and I don't pretend to be one. When I sing, generally speaking, I am alone in the car. <laughs> it's just me. That's okay. Uh, now I used to sing to my kids when they were young, mm -hmm. you know, cause I used to think I could sing well. And that's, you know, they liked it with that I sang to them and that's all that mattered. Sure, yeah. But I can, t almost without exception, if it's a song I know mm -hmm. and I hear it, every time I hear the song, the very first thing that comes to my mind is where I was the first time I heard it. Exactly. You can time travel with sound. You it's amazing. You can. Yeah. So amazing. And it's not like you are remembering that moment. You are in that moment. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I am it's, transported to that time yeah. and that place both. Yeah, exactly. It's very powerful. And in a way, uh, that's why PTSD is such a thing mm. because that usually is initiated by sound. Interesting. Okay. And and it's very powerful and hard to shake. Mm. So okay. I can see why that's such a difficulty for some people. It's sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So something that can work for us or against us. We have to Sounds be careful. Like yeah. yeah. All right. So I've got a question for you. Actually, it's a request. It's not okay. even really a question. Yeah. So we're, we're talking about this whole idea of voiceover. And for mm -hmm. those of you who are like, what? A voiceover? I don't know. <laughs> Okay, basically, what give us first of all, would you please give us a definition? But that's not my request yet. <laughs> that's okay. 
Voiceover would be when you hear a voice and you don't see anyone. Okay. So any place that you hear a voice, like in an airport or a kiosk or a video playing on the internet or a radio commercial or a television commercial or a pre-roll ad in YouTube, there's a whole bunch of other options. Right. And of course, video games and animation and audiobooks sure. and all of that stuff that we're all conditioned to know about first, you know. Right. Um, but I'm more on the end of the corporate narration and commercial stuff. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So here's my, now that we have a definition for what okay. voiceover is, mm -hmm. and I mentioned some of the companies that you've done work for in the past. Mm -hmm. I want you to take us back for just a minute, if you don't mind. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, your choice. Okay. But pick one of the ones that you've done before. Maybe it was a national campaign mm -hmm. so that there may be a chance that one of us may have actually heard you do the commercial. Could you just give us like a small little snippet of something you've done before? Oh my goodness. You know how hard that is, John? Because I'm reading, I That's read true. text, right? I don't memorize it. I don't have okay. to memorize it. That's the gotcha. thing, right? <laughs> okay. Well, see, now I'm going to have to figure out which one did she do? Yeah. I've done so much Ashley Homestore in the last little while though. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I have seen, I've seen a fair amount of those on like YouTube, believe it or not. It's possible. Yeah. Um, the stuff that I do is the regionals. They're not usually the nationals. Okay. So the, the smaller local stuff and the, the mm. stuff that you'll hear in particular areas Okay. and their particular sales, but yeah, it's, it, Although, it's just, it's more a tone of voice than anything. Okay. Although I will say one of the things that I found interesting, cause when I, when I did my research, getting ready for the interview, yeah, I started checking out some of the samplings of you doing stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was surprised to hear you do some stuff for political ads. Oh yeah. I've done a few. Yeah. It, I found that very interesting. And it's, it's not like in my mind, I didn't think, Oh, somebody has to be doing it. Well, yeah. Why not Jody? Yeah. Um, is, is that anything that comes? Okay. First of all, folks, Jody's from Canada. She's yeah. not from the United States. I have no skin in the game. <laughs> right. So she, she doesn't have any pull one way or the other. She's yeah. not leaning one way or another. So that's not really a factor for you then, is it? Not really. No, no. Okay. Because I have, I have friends that are both in the voiceover world, but also in the acting world. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to commercials, some of them, they don't care. They'll do anything. Mm-hmm. I have other friends that are like, I can't do a commercial for a product that I don't believe in. That, that's just them. That's yeah. just their belief system. It's like, you know what? I don't feel right about saying this is something that people should buy if I don't buy it and I don't use it. Yeah. Do you that's... ever run into that? Is that ever a thing for you? You know, it. Huh. not very often, to be honest, okay. because there's something called acting <laughs> that's right like that's that's what <laughs> right. this job is right I, so true I, you know i may not particularly like this brand per se but i know something that is similar to it that i do like 
Okay. And so I can take that similarity and imbue it into this script and speak like I care, you know, Mm -hmm. that's kind of the point. (laughs) True, true. So is that something that's hard for you to do? Uh, Let's just say it it happens to be a brand that that it of something that you don't use. Mm -hmm. So what do you do to, for lack of a better term, get into character? I relate it to something I do use, like I was okay. saying. Yeah. Okay. So, so if it's a brand, uh, I don't know what example we would use, but. Um, okay. Uh, I'm going to make this up. Let's just say okay. that you are a huge Pepsi lover. Okay. But this commercial is for Coke and you don't really okay. drink Coke. So... Then I would pretend it was for Pepsi. Okay. Or another soft drink that I actually drink. Right. I mean, okay. you know, chances are if, if, Pepsi or Coke is calling on my door, then I'm not going to say no. <laughs> I would think not. <laughs> no, you know, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's kind of wow. a given. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but yeah, there's, there's all sorts of ways getting, it's not necessarily getting into character because really what it is, is just me, but really invested in this product. It's, mm-hmm. it's just me, right? right? Because the whole point of selling the product is not selling the product. <laughs> right. If that makes sense. This is oh, all, absolutely. Well, and, we, and we've authentic. talked about that on this show before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And just as a reminder to everybody, no one wants to feel sold to nobody. Mm-hmm. And we've all heard commercials where it's very clear they're selling something and it's like, really? Come mm-hmm. on, you know, we're, we're intelligent people. We can figure it out. Don't try and sell it to me. Just tell me what it is. What are the benefits? You know, something like that, but don't try and sell it to me. So I get what you're saying. And it's gotten that. more and more like that. So as oh, yeah? the people who are creating these ads are getting younger and younger. Um, <laughs> yeah, right? good point. I mean- right. That's what's happening. And also a lot of the people that are consuming this media are younger and younger and none of them want to be sold to. They want to be spoken with. Right. And so, so this is that, and that's acting too. I mean, really when it comes to like it's a conversation, it's a conversation. I'm a one part of the dialogue. Right. Mm. So that's, and, and that's an important part of what I get coaching for, for instance. Right. So, you know, yeah, sure. A lot of people can step up to a microphone and read a script, but can they perform a script in a way that doesn't make you feel like, you know, you're being spoken to from on high, you know, and <laughs> you should do this. And, you know, right. uh, uh, here's this wonderful product, you know, like, no, you can't, you can't do that anymore. You used to be able to do that. Right. <laughs> but the now, I would say in a few circumstances yeah. that still works. So if for an yeah. example, um, a, not exactly where I live, but mm-hmm. not far from where I live and definitely further South you go, mm-hmm. um, things like, you know, monster truck rallies, oh, and tractor yeah. pulls, you know, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah. You know, people want to feel, you know, that kind of thing. They oh, want to sure. hear that, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. So and I have friends it. of mine that actually announce at these things. So oh, that's cool. I, I know yeah. what you mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is definitely, but that's, a, that's a different art in and of itself. It is. Yes. I yeah. Agree. And then of course you have the local car dealership where the owner is 
in the commercial, you know, like, yeah. Those are the worst. Oh my gosh. They should never do those ever. I I agree with you, but yeah, (laughs) but you can definitely tell the local from the national. Let me just say. Yes, you can. (laughs) Yes, you can. Yeah. So in general, if you want to make a living at this kind of thing, you need to be able to put yourself into a situation where you care. Yes. And that's all theater of the mind. And, uh, you know, it's not being fake. It's being you in a different circumstance. Right. You know, in fact, you know what that reminds me of? Mm -hmm. Uh, Listeners, for those of you who are into sports, there are TV announcers and there are radio announcers. Mm -hmm. And those are completely different kinds of announcers. Oh, yeah. I mean, the TV announcers, you have the visual and the audio is just kind of complimentary because obviously you can turn off the audio and still see what's going on. Mm -hmm. But if you're only listening to it on the radio, those announcers, they are painting the complete picture for you in words. Yeah. That's completely different. And that's exactly what Jody does. She paints the picture for us in words. It's true. But also, even in voiceover, there's a difference between when you have the visual and you don't have the visual. Mm. So people write radio scripts different from how they write television scripts. So if you think about this, yeah, it's the same thing you were saying. Really, when you're talking about television or video scripts, it's kind of voice under. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Because Because the visual is the primary? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So the visual is what you're what you're looking at and the the audio complements it. Mm-hmm. And and that's an art form in and of itself. When sure. you're doing a radio commercial, it's written in a different way so that there is theater of the mind so that someone can imagine what's happening on a screen. Sure. And Absolutely. and that's a different type of delivery. It's maybe a little more upfront and a little louder. Yeah. And it's uh it's it's very much it's it's very much more wordy than a television script oh, would yeah. be. Yeah. Yeah. So uh when I when I was told about the difference between a television and a radio script, I was said, I was told if you see a script and it looks like a haiku, <laughs> that's a television script. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that makes me think of like uh for instance, like reading a novel. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole purpose of a novel is to do the very thing you're talking about. And that is that theater of the mind It's for you to picture in your mind what the author is trying to say. Mm -hmm. They they want you to imagine something. They want you to see it while you're reading. Mm -hmm. I get that. I totally get that. (laughs) All right. So you mentioned your podcast a little bit Mm -hmm. ago, Audio Branding. And the folks that you have on there, would you consider them to be experts in specific areas related to audio branding? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. And so in that sense, what you're doing is you're bringing in an expert. And Mm -hmm. now in, in, in your format or the way you do it, are you interviewing them? Yes. Okay. Gotcha. And that's pretty much what you're doing each time is you have a new guest on and you're interviewing that guest. 
Yep, that's exactly it. And what I do is it's usually an hour long conversation and I split them into two. So they're usually 30 minutes or so per Mm -hmm. episode. And it's, it's two parters for, for each episode. Oh, so um, yeah. And I find that bite-sized chunks it seems to <laughs> resonate with people, but okay. honestly, I think it just has to do with consistency. As long as you're consistent with whatever format you choose, mm-hmm. it, it'll work. <laughs> oh, definitely. Consistency is the key. Mm-hmm. Um, and listeners, that, oh my gosh, what Jody said is so true. It's not just about when you have your own podcast being consistent. It's being consistent with your message mm-hmm. that you're trying to get out there. It could be in your relationships being consistent. And that can be in your business relationships. And those can be in your personal relationships. Consistency is the key because people want to know that they can count on you for something, for that one thing, whatever it happens to be. If that means that you're home at a certain time, most days, that's your thing. Now, I realize in a COVID pandemic world, that's a little <laughs> We're bit all at different. Home. <laughs> We're all home for the most part, mm-hmm. but we can remember back to a time when it wasn't like that. So <laughs> <laughs> anyhow, so consistency definitely is yeah. the key. So mm-hmm. figuring out how often you're going to do that and then committing to do it and doing it. Mm-hmm. That's huge. All right. So this whole idea of audio branding, we know you've got a podcast on it. We talked a little bit about it, but let me ask what I think is probably the most obvious question. That is, why is it important? It's important because you can reach people on that visceral level Mm -hmm. by using audio as a tool to help people understand who you are. And it's it's basically creating a whole sensory experience for the people that are experiencing your brand, your company, your service, whatever that happens to be. And we buy based on emotions. We don't buy based on logic. <laughs> we may say <laughs> we base we buy based on logic, but we just don't. We don't. So like given the opportunity, if you had a choice between two products that were pretty much the same. Mm -hmm. If you recognized one brand more than the other, and one brand had more of a rounded sensory experience, and you understood it a little more, Mm -hmm. and it seemed more authentic because of that, you're going to buy that other product. You're going to buy the one that reached you more deeply that understood you or that you perceived to understand you. <laughs> right, right. I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I'm coming into focus with you there. Mm-hmm. Now, the only way I would say that would not work is if you've got someone else who comes alongside of you that you already have a relationship with who makes a recommendation. Oh, yeah. Totally. That, that can trump it, but it doesn't always, but it can. But that recommendation is likely to come from someone who has experienced a company that has put in that kind of work. Yes. Right? Absolutely, yes. If they've made an authentic connection with that person who's making the recommendation, it's a lot easier (laughs) for them to talk on good terms with the person they're recommending this to because they understand the company. uh, They're a fan of it. You know, Mm -hmm. this is how you make fans. 
you you reach out to them on their level and you connect with them through their emotions. Absolutely, yes. Oh yeah, because uh, folks, when we when we talk about branding, um, an, another term that's a little bit older, but we still use is marketing. I mean, because that's what we're doing. And uh, as as my friend uh, Mike Kim likes to say, that marketing is the beginning of a relationship. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. We're starting a relationship with these people that we market to that are interested in learning more about our brands because the whole purpose of having a brand, having a business is we're solving problems for money. Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing. And it's either a problem that the other person cannot solve on his or her own, or that person doesn't have time to do that. Because frankly, most of the stuff that I pay for, I could do. I could. I just don't have time. Most of the time. That's not always Or you true. don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah. Where I decide that my time is more valuable to me mm-hmm. than that. I mean, yeah. for, uh, for an example, and I've used this example before. So for those of you who've heard it before, stop listening for 10 seconds. <laughs> You know, I have several friends that they outsource things from home, lots of things like mowing the grass. And, you know, it could take 30 minutes to an hour to mow their grass and weed eat and all that sort of thing. But what they've determined was that during that time, they could be investing that same amount of time and make a whole lot more money than if they were doing that other thing at home. Uh Now, the only exception to that that I have found are folks who do things like that at home where that's their release. That's kind of like their, their calm time. Mm-hmm. It's like, yep. I'm doing this to just decompress and unplug and just be away from everything else. And sure. that's what I do. And I'm like, okay, I get that. I totally get that. So, I mean, if, if it's better for you to pay somebody else so that you can be making more money, do that. I get it. I totally get that. Mm-hmm. It makes a lot of sense. And so, I mean, that's how we all have businesses, really. You know, who, who knows in the not too distant future, we all could be going back to a very different way of doing business where it's more bartering than anything. That's interesting. Yeah, could I, be. I could see that happening. But that, <laughs> that is a podcast episode for another time. Mm-hmm. Because I have lots of thoughts on that. So, okay. <laughs> lots of thoughts on that. All right. So, with this show, we talk an awful lot about relationships mm-hmm. and how important those are. And it is my belief that in order for our businesses to be the absolute best they can be, in order to have the right kinds of business relationships, we got to have the right kind of relationships at home. Oh, yeah. So with that premise laid out there, (laughs) give us some insight into your world, Jody. What are things like at home for you? And what sort of an impact does that have on your business? Well, I've been married to the same guy for 30 years. So yay. Love that. (laughs) Love that. Uh, Yeah, it's pretty stable. You know, I mean, 
that doesn't mean that we both don't do things that occasionally annoy each other. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's, that's human nature, right? Um, You're taking two imperfect people and you're mashing them together. Exactly. Something odd's going to happen. Yeah. But we have managed to make it work for quite a long time. So, so that's a good thing. But I think if my home life wasn't as stable as it is, I wouldn't be nearly as successful as I've been able to be because I'd be thinking of so many other things. I mean, not mm-hmm. that not that the relationship isn't something you think about. You definitely think about it. And it is work from day one. Oh, and, absolutely. And it should yes. be. And it should be. Yeah. But hardest you job know, you'll ever have. Oh, definitely. But mutual respect, actually liking him as well as loving him. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's kind of important. That's important. Oh, yeah. So, it's very important. Yeah. So having that kind of stability makes it easier for me to go out into the world and do what I have to do. Nice. Nice. Now, listeners, something else you also need to know that Jody's husband, although semi-retired? Mostly that, retired. Yeah. Mostly retired? Yeah. Yeah. Um, was also, you know, a, an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. So they had a very unique relationship in that most entrepreneurs are not married to entrepreneurs. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So <laughs> it, it can make it very challenging if you're married mm-hmm. to somebody who's not an entrepreneur and you are, because it's, it's just different. It is a different kind of life altogether, as, most especially if you started your business from nothing. Yeah. From scratch. I mean, because that business is your baby. I think basically what, what happened for us was that neither of us really wanted to continue working for other people. (laughs) I had nothing wrong with that. I don't want to work for other people either. Or as an entrepreneur, you could say, instead of having one boss, I have dozens of bosses. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a different way of looking at it. So, <laughs> but that's where it all stemmed from. You know, we just didn't want to work for other people. We wanted to work for ourselves. We wanted to have our own hours. We wanted to work at home. And, you know, we made these things work. Mm-hmm. And his office is across the hall from mine. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't spend very much time in there, actually, these days. Right now, he's doing a lot of woodworking in our basement. <laughs> Good for him. So, what's he making? He's making a shelf for my office at the moment, actually. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Gotta love that. <laughs> I do. <laughs> All right. So is his thing, I mean, besides shelves, mm-hmm. is this thing like furniture? Is it like knickknacks or? He kind of makes knit- knickknacks. He's doing a little, a, a lot of little boxes and he's done mm-hmm. like um, uh, shelves and stuff like that. And um, uh, drawers and things like that. Like, okay. Yeah. So, but we don't have a whole lot of space here, so he mm-hmm. can't really build anything really large. So, of course, it, the entrepreneur in my mind's thinking, okay, who's he selling these things to? Who could he be selling he's to? Not, he's oh not. Oh my gosh, he's, he's killing you know what? me. He's yeah, killing he, me here. <laughs> he's doing this to learn, and he would okay. never be happy to sell these just because he's not happy with them. He just makes them because he wants to learn how to make it better. Okay. And he's okay. getting there. But all right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. It's fun for him. Okay, good. Good. Yeah. Well, you can still have fun and make money. Oh, you totally can. It's but possible. I don't think he wants to put that kind of pressure on himself. And I, I don't blame him. Not yet. <laughs> Maybe not yet. Yes. See? Yeah. I'm holding out hope. Okay. <laughs> you can hold out hope. <laughs> there you go. I'll do that. I'll okay. do that. All right. All right. So 
we're getting close to wrap up time here in our final four. But before we do that, um, how can folks find you? Well, my website for voiceovers is at voiceoversandvocals.com. And the podcast is at audiobrandingpodcast.com. All right. And I'm all over social media under Jody Krangle. So Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, those are the places you'll find me. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you'll find her all over those places, folks. She's there. She's there <laughs> all the so time. Not so much Twitter. Not so much Twitter. <laughs> I, you know, I occasionally drop by, but yeah, mo- mostly LinkedIn and Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I will tell you, Jody is really good about responding to messages. So, <laughs> so if yeah. you if you respond, if you reach out to her, I'm thinking specifically through Facebook, but it doesn't have to be through Facebook. Mm-hmm. If you reach out to her, or if you send her an email, um, she really quick and getting back to you. I mean, it's not going to be necessarily a minute later, but almost, but she, unless she's busy, <laughs> she gets right on that stuff. She doesn't play around. I so. do not like having too much stuff in my inbox. It's kind of um, oh. like a, a thing with me. <laughs> we won't talk about how many unread emails I have in my inbox. Okay. Yeah. That would drive me insane. Yeah. It's the INFJ in me. I can't handle it. <laughs> Yeah. Five <laughs> figures. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't handle that. <laughs> it's more than 10,000. Yeah. I'll say that. Less than 100. Oh, I mean, truthfully, goodness. what I should do is I should delete them, is what I should do. I well, should just get rid of all of them. By now. Yeah, right. Because if I haven't read them by now, yeah. I am not going to read them. If somebody needed to get a hold of me, they yeah. would have found another way. Yeah. Me and Gmail, we're close. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. I have so many folders. <laughs> no, I bet you do. I bet oh, you yeah. do. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to our final four. And there's just sure. four quick questions. Just tell me the first thing that pops in your head. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? I am. All right. So why did God create Jody? To be encouraging. Sure. <laughs> and you are. So that that is spot on. And that's exactly the kind of answer I would have expected to hear from you. So, all right. Now, what are you reading or listening to right now that's helping you grow? Uh, I am listening to a podcast on a regular basis by Vincent Puglisi, who I know that you Uh, know. I do know Vincent. The Total Life Freedom Podcast is my five to seven minute ritual in the morning when I have my coffee. Mm-hmm. So uh, I recommend it to anybody. It's nice bite, bite-sized chunks about real life and, and how you can make a better uh, life for yourself and have time freedom and independence as an entrepreneur and all of that kind of stuff. Oh my God. And he covers so many different things. So just he whatever does. is on his mind, seriously. Yes, but it's but he always has a lesson. He's a very good storyteller, uh, and that's what I like about him. Uh, and he tells really good stories that have morals. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's lived a very interesting and varied life. Yes, too. yeah, he has. He really has. So mm-hmm. he, you're right. He tells stories very well. And yes. listeners, just so that you know, the person she happened to mention, Vincent, will be a guest on this show in the very near future. Mm-hmm. So just sure so that you know awesome. that. Yes. <laughs> All right. Question number three. Sure. What's your favorite thing to do with your hubby? 
Uh, we go for drives. We do that a lot. Um, mm -hmm. We're north of Toronto where we are. So there's some nice scenery around here if we just go driving further Ooh. north. All and right. uh, yeah, we do that on a regular basis. <laughs> All right. Well, I would think in the not too distant future, it's going to be getting a little cold and wet yeah. and white even. <laughs> yes, it's going to be harder to do that. But um, we have in the past and hopefully will again sometime soon, we've traveled a lot mm -hmm. using the car, basically, yeah. because it's easier to drive than it is to fly in a lot of cases. So, you sure. know, we'll go to Atlanta. We've gone to Athens, Alabama. We've gone to Columbus, Ohio, to Chicago, mm -hmm. to Boston. Nice. Uh, yeah, we've done all sorts of driving trips and, you know, we, we have fun with it. <laughs> all right. Digging that. Okay. And question number four. What are you most grateful for? Oh, you know, I, I that's a hard thing to, to say. I, and how honestly, about a top three? Well, no, I mean, I honestly, I think that I have lived such a lucky life. Like I, I, I don't know that I deserve it. <laughs> Um, I don't think but, any of us do, but I get what but, you're saying. But yeah, I I feel tremendously lucky and and grateful that I get to do what I love to do every day, and okay. yeah, and uh, I, and in a multitude of different ways because you know it's not just about voiceover. It's that I get to work at home, that I have a happy marriage, that oh, yeah. financially we're fine, that you know even during COVID that we're actually okay. Uh, awesome. that I'm, I'm, you know, we're, we're both relatively healthy, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like this is, yeah. there's so much to be grateful for. So I, I don't know if I could pin it down. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, you mentioned a, a few things in there. So, mm -hmm. all right. That's great. That's great. Well, listeners, you have been given a treat today to be able to <laughs> listen to Jody. And if you get absolutely nothing else from today's episode, I want you just to be able to sit back, relax, and enjoy the calm, soothing voice that Jody brings every time that she is able to share her gift with the world, which is her voice. <laughs> well, thank you. It's been a pleasure to be here. <laughs> well, I've been thrilled to have you here. So glad you decided to spend some time with us today. I know that we are better because of it at a bare minimum. We know more about what audio branding is, so that makes us smarter entrepreneurs so that we know how to move forward with a, a better and holistic approach to our brands. So thank you for adding that to us today. My pleasure. And thank you listeners for tuning in today. And we will talk to you next time. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to Relationships and Revenue. I'd love to get your thoughts on the show. Two ways you can do that are to give us a rate and review and or connect with me on social media. You can find me at John Hewlin. Thanks again for listening. And remember, passion gets you started. Purpose keeps you going. Have a great day and we'll see you next time. Bye.